Let's take off, baby. Let's just drive, honey, into the night sky, to the sunset shine, into the day, baby. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. This is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Looking for a place to get the heart beating? Well, you'll love Michigan's number one indoor action park, High Caliber Karting. Southwest Michigan is the perfect place for a visit, whether you want to pick a beach or berries. Shanty Creek Resorts is a four-season getaway like none other, and with the acquisition of a new golf course, it's offering even more. And the jewel of Michigan's summer travel? It has to be Mackinac Island. We travel Michigan next, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go traveling, let's go traveling, let's go traveling. Welcome to Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, and I sure am glad to be back with you again this week to tell you about some really cool things that you're going to be able to enjoy very soon. You know, these uh, safety protocols are changing daily, so just keep an eye on that and uh, get out there and travel because it's time we travel safely in Pure Michigan and get our lives back to normal. And uh, let me tell you, our first guest is uh, going to help you uh, kind of get back to that uh, sense of normalcy in a really exciting and fun and unique way. We're going to go over to Okemos near Lansing, and we're going to check out a place called High Caliber Karting and Entertainment. And to tell us about that, let's bring in Jordan Munsters. He is the founder of High Caliber Karting and Entertainment. Now, uh, Jordan, uh, you know, for most people out there, they're thinking High Caliber Karting, as in K-A-R-T, what the heck is that? So, so tell us what you do. So thanks for having me first off, David. But uh, so High Caliber Karting Entertainment, we are an indoor entertainment center. Uh, we are currently 80,000 square feet, which is one of the biggest indoor entertainment centers in the country. Uh, we're actually adding another 25,000 square feet that will be opening up at the end of August. So we'll be one of the largest indoor entertainment centers in the world once we're completed with that. Now, with it, we are we have a lot of competition-based type experiences. So we have high-speed go-karts, uh, two indoor tracks that are all electric, imported from Italy, capable of reaching speeds of 50 miles an hour. So really intense high-speed racing. Uh, we have axe throwing. Uh, in current space, we have eight lanes. We're going to, in the expansion that we're doing that's opening in August, we're going to have 16 lanes of gamified axe throwing where they project different images. You can play tic-tac-toe, something that you really don't find anywhere else in the country. It's uh, rather new. Uh, we have an indoor art where we have our arcade, about 30 different arcades uh, with uh, redemptions. Uh, so you can come in with your friends and your kids and stuff and play those games. We have virtual reality racing simulators that are the highest end you can get. When you get in these things, they compress you, they they pivot you, and they're very realistic to actually how a car feels. These cars that you get into and you race on the track, they're actually mapped out the same. So if you're in the F1 car or the McLaren F1 going on the Nürburgring, when you take a corner at you know in your fifth gear at 140 miles an hour, you'll feel the chassis buckle on your seat as it the, the tube actually compresses up. Wow. We also have Rage Rooms, which is a fairly new concept for people. Uh, it's this room you go into with a lot of protective equipment. We give you stuff that you could shatter, smash, computers, electronics, uh, glass, wine bottles, and just kind of let yourself out. Uh, just let yourself go 
break some stuff, have some fun, and somebody else is going to clean it up for you. We also have. A, I, I, I have to oh, tell I'm you, Jordan, I, I have never heard of a rage room. That that that's pretty unique. It is so fun. You know, we had people come in. Ninety percent of what we have at our facility is because guests come in and say, "You should get this." Uh, and we had a bunch of people that came in to do our act story and that said, "Hey, you should add rage rage rooms." We started looking at it, and I was kind of uncertain about it. And I was like, okay, you know, let's go take my team. Let's fly my team somewhere. Let's go do this together and see what it's like. And we realized how fun it was. I was like, you know, this is this is pretty good. And we, we started doing some, some research on it. We learned that, you know, some people do it for fun. You know, they go out with their friends, and they smash plates, and they take a sledgehammer to a computer or got a printer, you know, probably one of the most fun things that everybody would love to smash with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. So there's oh, a lot yeah. of excitement and fun of that, but there's also, so we've got one room that's got this huge window, so it's a big display, so all your friends can watch you do it and record it. And then we have a more private room. It has a small window, but it's off to the side that, you know, for some people, it's for them to get out frustration, anger, aggression, whatever. It's a it's a calculated source for them to just feel like they're getting that release that they need. That, <laughs> that, is, that is so strange. Well, uh, you know, I, I need to ask you about some of these other things. Like, um, I did check out an uh, axe-throwing place in Ann Arbor recently. Mm-hmm. Thought that was also the weirdest thing in the world, but it turns out it's a lot of fun. And you've yeah. added these these additional features. Yeah, when we first went to go open up this space, we were actually, it was so funny, I came and approached, we're at the, we're at the Meridian Mall in Okemos. I approached the mall management and said, yeah, we want to open a go-kart track. And they lay out all these pictures of these really high-end go-kart tracks. And at that time in my head, it was like, yeah, we're going to put some tires for barriers and stuff and we'll have some go-karts on the track. And it really made us level up what we wanted to do. They've been a wonderful partner to us, and they've expected very high things from us. So after that, we added a bar and restaurant, which we have full full liquor, alcohol, beer set up. We have a bistro that has wonderful food. Um, and then axe throwing kind of started to become popular, and we went and tried that out. And then... Okay, now the arcade people are saying, you know, you should really have this stuff. It helps out with it. And it just over and over, we're like, yeah, you know, that would be good. Yeah, I see that. And we kind of call this place, it's our fort. Yeah. You know, it's- well, well, the thing is, it's such a smart thing to do, you know, especially for malls, because if malls don't do more of these entertainment things, they're not going to survive in this day and age. So you are at the Meridian Mall in Okemos. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, we only have about a minute. So I need to ask you this. This go-kart experience uh, sounds like a blast as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually, so one more cool thing, we have a separate division of our company called Combat Carding. So this company <laughs> builds immersive entertainment. And back about four years ago, we wanted to do real life Mario Kart. We've been building for three years, we have a whole team of tof- software and hardware engineers that we and we source all electronics, and everything internally, in the state of Michigan, you get in this go kart and you have a heads up display that projects your health, your power, your shields, you gain weapons and power ups as you go around the track, you shoot the other carts, their carts light up, it slows them down so you can pass them. So you actually get to cha- play a game very similar to real life Mario Kart. Nowhere else in the world they have this. We built it ourselves and just released it in November. Oh my gosh, you know, whether you're bringing the family or, you know, my office is in Lansing and I'd be happy to bring my team over there as a kind of like a, a, a team exercise to do some karting and such. Uh, it just sounds like such a fun place. I can't wait to be there. I will stop in. And let me tell you, folks, you should stop in as well. It is high caliber karting and entertainment at the Meridian Mall in uh, Okemos, very close to Lansing. So here's the website. It's highcalibercarting.com, and karting is spelled K A R. T-I-N-G. Jordan, thanks for being with us today. We're going to head to the uh, Southwest Michigan area next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. 
It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Happy that we are getting out there again, enjoying traveling all around Pure Michigan. And isn't it great that we can do that again after all we've been through this last year? I have to tell you, I feel so much better about everything because I have been traveling out there. I have been uh, really for quite a while traveling safely through Pure Michigan. And I know as these COVID restrictions come and go and and all these different protocols have come and gone. Um, All I keep on trying to remember is uh, whatever the rules are, I'm going to stick by them and I'm going to be as respectful to other people as I can be. Really encourage you to kind of think along those lines if if you're unhappy about, you know, whatever the rules of the day might be because, you know, there's a chance they might change as time goes on because we do want to beat this thing down to a pulp so we can get our lives back to normal. So let's head over to the Southwest Michigan area, please. What a beautiful area of the state of Michigan. Uh, The area is uh, promoted by the Southwest Michigan Tourism Council. The executive director is Millicent Huminski, and she's with us today. Millicent, it's great to talk to you. It's great to talk to you too, Dave, and I echo everything you said. I've been doing every protocol that they have asked us to do, and I am so excited to get into the tourism season this summer in, I consider Michigan paradise, no matter what season it is. Yeah, it's true. Uh, You know, I was just thinking about, uh, you know, the blossom time season, and we've missed out on so many events that we would typically like to head out to. But luckily, you know, organizers like yours, uh, like you folks and your organization, they've been as innovative as possible to allow us to get back to uh, getting some of our events back. And I know you're uh, working on something. Do you call it uh, Creator Connection? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Creative Connections. Uh, It's a new program that we launched, and it's about the arts, music, and theater scene in Southwest Michigan. And uh, not everybody knows, but our Southwest Michigan region is very fortunate to have a vibrant and comprehensive arts scene. The arts add significantly to the quality of life for everyone by entertaining, educating, and inspiring us. That's true. Um, And that's exactly what we need to be inspired uh, after all we've been through this last year. Uh, So what are uh, some of the things that people might uh, want want to be aware of in the arts world uh, when they come to Southwest Michigan? Well, with the Creative Connections program, we have a brochure, and it's a rewards program. There are 16 locations participating um, at this time. We expect that to grow because there are still some places that are closed because of COVID. But all you have to do is just ask us for a brochure or pick it up online through our website. And if you you visit three places, the first reward is a $15 gift card that you can use to spend at any of those 16 locations. And if you visit three more locations, that's the second level, and it gets you a Creative Connections t-shirt. And it also gets you... I think you probably know Josh Nowicki is a pretty famous photographer in our area. It also gets you one of his prints that are signed. How cool. That, that's really unique. It is cool. And then if you stay uh, in a hotel, when you come here to do the program, you get a 10-ounce uh, Creative Connections Yeti Rambler. <laughs> well, let's make sure people know the website. And we'll repeat this later on if you don't have your pen out right now. It is Southwest. Actually, it's SW. Michigan.org. That's correct, right? That's correct. SWMichigan.org. And we'll uh, mention that later on. Now, what are some of the the places that are listed on the uh, kind of the itinerary of opportunities that are participating in the program? Um, 
The participants' destinations include the Acorn Theater, ARS Gallery, Box Factory for the Arts, the Buchanan Arts Center, the Citadel Dance and Music Center, Chartreuse Art Gallery, the Gallery at the Inn at Harbor Shores, the Ghost Light Theater, the History Center at Courthouse Square, JLN Studio, Krasil Art Center, the Mendel Center of Lake Michigan College, Silver Beach Carousel, Southwest Michigan Symphony Orchestra, Twin City Players, and Water Street Glassworks. Wow, that, that's quite a list. And for people who know the Southwest Michigan area, uh, as uh, um, Millicent was going through this list, you probably were thinking like I was, but that's a, that's a big territory uh, when you start to look at you know, the various arts uh, organizations in the region. I, I guess I, I didn't realize that region was such a big one that, that you cover. It's a lot, yeah, and especially when it comes to the arts. I mean, these, these include art centers, museums, and performance venues, and so it covers everything in the arts, not just one genre. And it, um, yeah, I think people would be very surprised by the amount that we have to offer. Now, what are the, the communities that, um, uh, that, you, that you represent? Um, all of these locations are in Berrien County, so they run from Three Oaks to the Benton Harbor Arts District to St. Joseph, um, to Baroda and to Berrien Springs. You know, so and that's, Stevensville. Uh, nice. So I, I guess I hadn't realized that Three Oaks was in Berrien County. You you know, my wife is from Berrien Springs, and so yes. from that region, and we spent a lot of time in that region. And I have to tell you, the towns that you mentioned, they are so cool. And I think it might be because of that Chicago influence. A lot of the visitors that come to your area are from the Chicago region. And you know that that community, they're looking for a certain type of destination. And an arts-friendly area is actually very important to the Chicago market. So there you are. It is. And when you top that with Lake Michigan and our Maker's Trail program, uh, unique downtown shopping, it's just a really cool vibe here. I always like to say, um, you know, the thing about your region, because it's such an expansive area and it's so diverse, you mentioned the arts in this case, but it's a big agricultural area. I mean, a huge agriculture area has cute little beach towns as well. So that old term, you can pick uh, beaches or berries, you're, you're going to enjoy it, uh, whatever whatever you, you choose. Um, and so it, it's just a, a fun place to visit. Um, you know, some of the other reasons to visit your, your area, uh, why, do, why do people come to the Southwest Michigan area? Well, in the summertime, Lake Michigan is definitely number one, and we have some beautiful beaches here. Uh, we also have the first lighthouse in Michigan um, that opened on Lake Michigan, uh, dating back to 1832, and that's the North Pier Lighthouse at Tiscornia Beach. And you mentioned agriculture, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Berrien County is the second most diverse agriculture area in the United States, second only to California. Yep, it, there's a lot going on there. Um, now, uh, you know, after this last year, there might have been some changes to what uh, we might expect to experience this year, but there are a lot of kind of you pick operations at various times of the year, you know, strawberry season, blueberry season, apple season. Um, and I know you have uh, some really popular places that people go to to uh, enjoy these types of activities. Can you tell us about uh, maybe one of them? Yeah, one of them that um, we've worked with the longest is in Coloma. Actually, Coloma has a whole string. There's Jolly Orchards and there's... Um, 
peaches up and down Coloma Road everywhere. Oh, yeah. We also, um, unfortunately, lost a tremendous fruit farm, which has been yeah. the number one tourist attraction for decades. Uh, love that place. And uh, the fellow who uh, ran that was just a, a gem. Yep. Absolutely. It was really great. Well, so, you know, there are those, um, you know, like the, the the farms to visit and, of course, farmers markets to visit as well in many of the communities. Uh, golfing in the region, also very popular. And I know that people are going to be looking for some golf opportunities. We only have a couple of seconds, but if people are looking for golf information, where do you recommend they, they look? Yeah, we have um, about 30 golf courses within about a 30-mile drive, but probably the most famous is the Harbor Shores Golf Course, which hosts the Senior PGA Championship every other year. So they'll be returning in 2022 and then again in 2024. I'm looking forward to visiting that golf course and, of course, all the others. I just decided this is going to be the year where I take golf seriously again. So I'll be in your area checking out the golf opportunities, the, uh, the cute little towns, the arts. Uh, I'm going to make sure to check into the creative uh, connection. For information about that, go to swmichigan.org and, of course, learn about the entire area. And like we've been saying about every trip experience in Michigan this season, more important this year than ever, make sure to book in advance you'll have a great time. Again, that website, swmichigan.org. And our thanks to Millicent Heminski for being with us today. We head to Shanty Creek Resorts. You bet. Thank you. Shanty Creek Resorts next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. We all love up north Michigan. It's you know one of those things that everybody always says, and we uh, figuratively mean it, uh, but we also literally mean it often. We just can't wait to get up north. We can't wait to get out into nature to enjoy the beauty of northern Michigan, whether that's in northern Michigan, the lower peninsula, or all of the upper peninsula. There's just something special about that other that area of the state. And if you're heading up uh, to the uh, northern Michigan area, one of the places you really uh, need to check out is Shanty Creek Resorts in Bel Air. Shanty Creek Resorts is a really special place. We're going to talk about that and a new acquisition that they have at Shanty Creek. Let's bring in Lindsay Southwell. She's the Director of Marketing for Shanty Creek Resort. Lindsay, uh, you guys are uh, staying super busy. You've, you've made so many great investments, and, and now with this latest one, um, I can't wait to check it out myself. Let's first explain where Shanty Creek Resort is and explain what you do there. So I am the Director of Marketing at Shanty Creek Resort, and uh, Bel Air is kind of tucked into the northwest corner of Upper Michigan. It's about 30 miles northeast of Traverse City, um, another 30-ish miles south of Petoskey, so right on that Lake Michigan corridor there. Um, and it's just a fantastic place to be. We say Bel Air means fresh air, and we mean that literally because uh, we just have so much to do outside. And uh, really, it's when you think of Northern Michigan, we embody that, right? So lots of lakes. We have the chain of lakes, uh, and we have... Torch Lake, which is probably one of Michigan's most famous lakes, those Caribbean blue waters. Um, 
lots of water trails and woods and of course our specialty golfing yeah at this time of the year at least uh, you're a great um, you know uh, destination for skiing in the ski uh, season and golfing in the golf season and that's the cool thing about our resorts in michigan most of the resorts have both skiing and golfing so you have this year-round resort opportunity now so as you mentioned shanty creek is kind of you know situated between traverse city and charlevoix what a beautiful area that whole area is spectacular and shanty creek is a huge resort i have no idea do you have any idea like square um mileage how much or how many we're actually uh 5500 acres 5500 acres yeah it's, it's a big property and uh, if you've ever you know done a gps to shanty creek you might have realized that you've gone to one property rather than getting to another. Explain how it's set out because you do have, in effect, several properties within the big property. Right. We have four villages, if you will. We call them villages because each village has their own personality and own offering. Uh, so we have Summit Village, which has our flagship hotel, the Lakeview Hotel, which overlooks Lake Bel Air. And um, it also is home to the Legend and Summit Golf Courses. We have Shush Village, um, which is uh, our winter-based operations are really focused there. Obviously, Shush Mountain, it's very appropriately named with 42 runs over there and um, lodging accommodations over there. And then Cedar River Village, which is home to Cedar River Golf Course um, and a restaurant and um, the backside of Shush Mountain. And then our newest acquisition, Hawkseye, has our uh, new Hawkseye golf course there. Yeah, where is Hawkseye located? I've been there, but it's been a while. Uh, and all I remember is it's, it's an excellent golf course. <laughs> so Hawkseye is actually um, through the tree lines of um, the kind of the back corner of Cedar River Golf Course. So it's kind of north of Cedar River Golf Course. Um, and its terrain is very similar to Cedar River. I guess I didn't realize it was, you know, basically next door. Uh, you know, that's the thing about Michigan. We have so many great golf courses. You can go to many of them and stay right within the region where you are. You can easily make a week or two if you wanted to do a, like a golfing every day, if you, could, if you could handle that. I know a lot of people do, in fact. They head to Shanty Creek Resort. And they, they take advantage of the various golf packages, which you occasionally offer. And then they just kind of just hop around between course to course. And now with the new one, they're going to have another course to add to it. Right. We say you can play every day for five days. So that's a really great deal for people, right? You can come and spend an entire midweek and just golf every day and never golf the same thing again. Yeah. Um, and it's a really well-rounded experience. Uh, lots of different challenges. You're never going to feel like you're playing the same hole twice. Yeah, well, and, and I think, you know, one of the things I most enjoy about golfing is the terrain and the nature experience that you have as part of the overall game. So if you can go from uh, one golf setting to another course setting, it just makes it a much more enriching experience, I think. makes it certainly much more difficult if you're not using the same course every day. So... I'm looking forward to checking out uh, Hawks Eye, right? Hawks Eye? Hawks Eye Golf Course, yes. Forward to checking that out again. Now, as people head to Shanty Creek Resort, it is a, it's a full service resort. 
you've invested so much into the property over the years. Let's kind of go from village to village and talk about some of those improvements and changes that you've made. Pick whenever, which one, one you want and kind of go through the list. Well, I'll start with our most recent, which is in our Lakeview Hotel. Uh, we added a new coffee bar, which is a Starbucks coffee house, and it kind of took over, I guess you could say, half of our lobby. So now we have this fantastic new coffee shop uh, that services guests and gives them, you know, breakfast and lunch options in addition to that fabulous view, right? It just really accentuates that view. Who doesn't want to wake up in the morning, grab a cup of coffee, and stare at the lake in the sunrise? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was somebody who's been coming to uh, Shanty and Lakeview um, for a long time. I can just tell you, what a... Um, I guess I'd describe it as kind of like a high-end experience at a um, uh, everyday, you know, not not high-end cost. It just it just makes it feel like it's um, a, a nicer value. It's always been a great value, but now it seems even even better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it is a fantastic value. Uh, we're perfect for family getaways, couple getaways, because you do you get that high-end experience. You feel like you're on top of the world but you don't feel like you're just pulling all this money out of your pocket either. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you kind of are on top of the world because you're overlooking um, the uh, kind of the ski hill part and overlooking the lake. It is an awesome view. And I love the fact that on maybe all the rooms, but especially uh, several of the rooms, you have the outdoor decks. Is that with all the rooms? Yes, yeah. we have um, balconies or patios if you're on the ground level on every single room. Uh, here at the Lakeview Hotel. And it is just, I mean, when you're looking at that lake, you feel like you're the only one there. Yeah, couldn't be more appropriately named. Now, uh, you've also invested into uh, kind of upgrades to the rooms over the years. That's looking great. How about um, um, any other um, you know, upgrades that you want to mention or any other changes at the other villages? Yeah, so it's our Cedar River Village, which is kind of like our hub for all things snow sports, um, ski rentals, ski lessons, uh, lift tickets are all based out of Cedar River Village. And so we have done a major, uh, I guess you could say expansion of those offerings and really reconfigured things to just make things safer for our guests who are coming to ski with us. But in addition to that, we've also added uh, a top golf swing suite to our River Bistro restaurant at Cedar River. Uh, which is a fantastic simulator experience. So if you're a golfer who's coming in the summer and it's raining, that's a great experience that you can still get some golfing in without getting wet or, you know, putting yourself in danger on the course. But also it's a great thing if you have kids and you're looking for something, that one more thing to do. They have additional games on there so you can throw balls at a carnival or shoot hoops or all these other additional things not just golf-related. And so it's a really fun thing for families, for groups of guys, uh, you know, like you have your own private room, so you really get that privacy you're looking for, but also that additional thing that kind of puts the cherry on top of your stay. Yeah, I saw that Top Golf was there while I was skiing this last winter. I had to check that out, so I will later on this season. Now, um, we're going to run out of time, so I do want to mention uh, that you have some really cool events later on in the summer, including uh, Independence Day weekend. Uh, you're going to still have uh, kind of a changed event, but you're going to have an event uh, this year, right? Yes. So on July 3rd, we'll be having our 
fireworks over Lake Bel Air. So behind the Lakeview Hotel, you're going to look at the lake and you're going to watch the fireworks. It's a fantastic view. If you have one of those Lakeview rooms, you can watch them right from your room. Mm. Uh, look forward to that. And then later in August, you do the uh, balloon over Bel Air. Is that going to happen again this year? Yes, that will be happening. That's the last weekend of August. And it's really a fantastic event. We have anywhere from uh, 16 to 20 hot air balloonists who come and they blow up their balloons and you can watch them take off over Lake Bel Air. It really is a fantastic event. Uh, I just I just love everything about the area, the resort. Uh, it's a great experience. People need to check out Shanty Creek Resorts this warm weather season. Later on in the spring, into the summer, you're going to love it. Make sure to check out the new golf course as well. The website is shantycreek.com. And our thanks to Lindsay Southwell for being with us. We head to Mackinac Island next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. The warm weather is here to stay at least for a while, at least for a couple of months. Let's hope that's the case. And that means that uh, as people travel around the state, they're going to be looking for that perfect summer getaway before you know it. And when you think about perfect and summer, you, of course, think about Mackinac Island. Let's head up north now to Mackinac Island and bring in Tim Hyde, the executive director of the Mackinac Island Tourism Bureau. Tim, it's good to have in the program. Well, thanks for having me back, Dave, and welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Mackinac Island. I can't believe we're open again already, and uh, man, we are anxious to see folks this year. Well, it's been a long year in a lot of ways, and I know a lot of people are really looking forward to heading back to the island, back to a a special place and a special time and feeling kind of like you're you're back somewhere in time again. I think that maybe it's got a different feeling for us now after what we've all been through. Yeah, and um, because we've been through so much, um, well, a, we all know people do want to travel this year. They want to mm -hmm. be outside. They want to have outside opportunities, which we have all of that here. But there's also something emotional about not being able to travel. And now when you have the ability to travel, we're seeing a lot of people coming back to relive that memory that they had previously, which we always get a lot of repeat customers on Mackinac. But it's, yeah. it's even more important this year to the, <laughs> for the soul, if that makes any sense. I think it does. In fact, uh, I have had the uh, great pleasure of needing to be on the island already twice this year and, uh, <laughs> you know, for meetings. But, you know, even, even if you're up there, a lot of people go to conferences and such on the island. It is a different feeling, whether you're going up there for leisure just for the day, or let's hope going up there for at least a couple of days to spend the overnights as well. Because this is the thing, when you're on the island, you get a different feel, and you feel different. Let's talk about the fact that I believe when you go to Mackinac, you really should be there for multiple nights to really soak it all in. Do you agree? Oh, of course I agree. Um, it, it, because it takes a minute for all of us to slow down a little bit. But, you know, your, your blood pressure tends to go down the minute you get on the dock and you don't hear any automobiles, but you're being serenaded by the clip-clop of horses up, uh, through, up and down uh, through downtown and kids laughing. And, and there's um, just um, in order for you to sustain that, it really pays to spend a night or two. And then when you do that, you get to see the island at sunset, again at mm -hmm. sunrise. 
And when there are fewer people on the island where you feel like you kind of own the island because the people that are here for the day are gone because the ferries quit running at night. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's really something seriously uh, special about not hearing cars in the background and yeah, things yeah. and um, you know, hear all those other things. Now, I had the uh, pleasure of stopping in at, uh, let's see, Mission Point, Island House, Chippewa. <laughs> uh, I went to Lilac. I went to Grand Hotel. And just stepping in them made me feel so good. Uh, most of the hotels uh, are, are uh, really probably everybody's back in operation now, aren't they? Everybody is. You know, last year we were very fortunate. We had a bit of a delay, as everybody knows. But once we were open, um, we were we were gangbusters. Um, and we, we had a little extra time to uh, put in the, the appropriate safety protocols, which we're continuing this year. And those are changing daily as we get new guidance from the, the state and from, uh, from the federal government. Um, so, yeah, everybody's open. And only, I think, four businesses last year, Dave, chose not to open. And, but everybody's back open this year. Well, I was really impressed when I uh, got on the ferry um, and then even got on the docks that at the time, you know, this was earlier in the season, and uh, everybody was wearing their masks just in respect for other people. And I know that, you know, those rules have changed all the time. And, you know, as it is right now, if you're uh, vaccinated and such, you know, there's not that expectation to wear them. But personally, I think I'll still wear them in, in groups and public places where it's busy just to make other people feel more comfortable. You know, I don't care if people look at me. So I'm hoping people will consider that when they go to places that are going to be busy, like Mackinac Island. Yeah, it'll be a busy downtown. So, um, again, we'll continue to, you know, we've got signage up and up and uh, down Main Street, those A-frames that you've seen. Yeah. And um, we're just talking now about uh, do we need to change that messaging at this particular time. So, yeah. yeah, you know, I think respectfully is the word you mentioned, Dave, and I think that's just it. We're here on vacation. We're here to have a good time. Nothing wrong with being respectful for the for your neighbor that's also here doing the same thing. That's right. You're basically, doing doing more than what's expected is is not a bad thing in this this way. Uh, that's well, an American that was, thing, and, and we can still yeah. do that. I love that. <laughs> that's right. Well, so I was I was so surprised, and I know this, but it's kind of like I forgot. So you know, down in southern Michigan, tulips have been gone for quite a while. And while I was last on the island, the tulips were just starting. You know, so it's so interesting how, you know, those things are later. So uh, now the lilacs are coming out, and uh, that's that's a really fun time to visit. You know, we always say that our lilac festival, uh, which is, you know, the first week in June uh, right now and um, coming up, the um, we always say it's your second chance to, to enjoy the beautiful lilacs. And you'll never see any more beautiful or more varieties of lilacs than you will on Mackinac Island. But there's something, man, people love lilacs. And to be able to do it twice by coming up to the island, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's true. Now, I was impressed to see, even during this uh, last year's strange pause that we all went through, that um, <laughs> in a very respectful manner to the history and the culture of the island, I'm seeing some changes, including at Grand Hotel. Uh, they, uh, they're making some pretty interesting improvements there. It's amazing that you can make the kind of capital improvements that have really kind of been needed to be made at Grand Hotel and other places um, without changing the flavor of, of the experience. And that's exactly what the, the new owners at Grand Hotel have done. Um, they put a lot of money, a lot of zeros <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, into the um, property over the wintertime for uh, basically a brand new 
cool and every bathroom has been redone now if you ever want to test your limits <laughs> try to do all that uh, over a five month winter uh, winter time when there's no cars allowed and you've got all sorts of logistical um, uh, things in your way but now very very proud of what uh, what the human spirit has been able to do in a, in a few dollars and uh, what they've done there is just fantastic yeah, add on top of the challenges of COVID. There you go. There's yeah, some yeah. challenges for you. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. the way it is. Well, but, you know, most of the experience there, what people are going to um, enjoy this season is kind of getting things back to normal. But getting back to normal is still going to be different this year. I know the island, like everywhere else in the country, is having some challenges getting enough employees to really provide that experience we've all come to be used to. So, you know, I would suspect... Maybe some things are going to be slower, which on the island is not a bad thing, really. No, you know, we, we don't come here to be in a hurry. It's a little cliche to say island time, but it really is island time here. Mm -hmm. You can't get from point A to point B very quickly because you're going to do it either on foot by with, via a horse or a bicycle. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, service may be a little bit slower this year. The whole service industry, unfortunately, is not attracting enough workers right now. But... Uh, Man, the workers that we do have here love to be here. They're passionate about the island, and um, that will make up, hopefully, for a little difference there. Yeah, I hope so. Now, um, uh, give me a couple of hints. We only have about a minute, but if we were to give, like, one or two hints on, or little tips on ways to enjoy the island um, in a special way that most people don't do, what would you say? Oh, wow. Well, hey, plan ahead, okay? Get on back on yeah. island.org and, and look at all of it. Man, we got it boatload of content in there. You have a question, it should be answered in there. Um, and then try to get inland this year um, so that um, you just don't hang out downtown, just don't hang out on the perimeter. Get inland and go up to Fort Holmes and then just kind of work backwards from there. Yeah, I think that's a great idea because as I've told people many times, um, you know, when you're on Mackinac Island, yeah, it's fun going around the island on a bike oh, or, yeah. you know, walking around and being downtown, that's a blast. But not enough people go into the island. It, it's cool. If, if all you do is, and from my, my perspective, is go to the uh, cemeteries and really kind of look them over and, and appreciate uh, what's happened over time, be well worth it. Hey, Tim, we're out of time. Uh, thanks for joining us. Tim High, the Executive Director of Mackinac Island's Visitor Bureau. You need to visit the island. The website is Mackinac Island with a C dot org. That is all the time we have for Travel Michigan this week. Talk to you next week here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go traveling.